Man, my work has been hell. How's your work, Ben? You never talk about your work. You don't have crazy work stories, though. That's why. Yeah. My manager, I yelled at my manager because he fucked up the schedule. So the next schedule he wrote, he put passive aggressively. Thank you, Joshua, for your input. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. On your, uh, your Snapchat. And then I called him. I was like, you are such an asshole. Like, I've worked for a lot of assholes in my life, but you are by far the most sarcastic. And then he laughed at me. So. Hey, man, whatever. It's important to be honest with the people around you in your life, I feel. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a good quality to have. So, uh, yeah, I called him an asshole. But, yeah, that's that's my life. Oh, and um, I'm in the middle of just fucking up all my shit. Yeah. <laughs> just, just fucking up all my shit. We're recording on the... Hold up. We're Navi Tales. Yes. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And we are a video game lore podcast. Now, we are recording on a Saturday. We normally record on a Thursday. And um, we are doing that partly because Nick couldn't get his car started. How, how'd that turn out, by the way? Was it just frozen axle? Yeah. Yeah. It was because I think it was from the car wash the previous day. So oh, it literally took it. to like my car was halfway in the, dry, in the, the middle of the street until it like released itself. Yeah, those things heat up pretty fast. No, it didn't. It wasn't fast. Like I, like it. It sat there for a while, and I was like, "Why the fuck isn't it moving?" And then, like I, like, well, like what happened was I put the car in reverse to back out of my driveway, and I was like, "Why am I not moving? Like I shouldn't have to put this much pressure on the gas to back up." So I look at my back tire, and I, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Nick and I live in New England. It's cold. And right now, it is fucking cold. My parents lived in Minnesota for years, and I don't know if you know a lot this about Minnesota. It's pretty fucking cold there. Yeah. My mom went out. My mom was outside. They lived there for about 10 years. My mom goes outside and goes, this is Minnesota weather. Damn. I was like, cool. That isn't good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rhode Island might be good for the cold, but it isn't designed for Minnesota cold. No, it is not. So, And it is goddamn cold out. Like, negative something. Like, it's been that way for a couple days now. So, like, everything's fucking frozen. Nick's car was frozen. I tried to drink some of my water. Frozen solid. Yep. Like, my basement's cold because, like, it's not sealed. That's one of the things I need to do. Yeah, we should work on that. (laughs) But I have a heater somewhere, but it, it keeps blowing out all the power down here. So, I, uh, for Christmas, my parents gave me projects. Um, uh, there's, there's no better way to describe it. They gave me a bunch of shelves. They gave me a TV stand. They gave me a new used TV. Oh, you found me a DS? <laughs> I found a bunch of things. They gave me like some standalone <laughs> glass cabinets, basically things to put shit on display because I have a lot of stuff that is rare and just kind of cluttered like in my bedroom and, uh, uh, even down there. And, uh, yeah, so my basement's a fucking mess right now. <laughs> We are recording in the middle of this project. Yep. Because Nick's car wouldn't start, and I had this to do. We couldn't do it Thursday. Yeah. So here we are. And but we're going to talk about... Hellblade! Senua's Sacrifice. Dude, I say this about a lot of the games we play, but I love this game. If you listen to our 2017 in Rewind podcast, yeah. if not, you should. 
um because it i it was goddamn long but it was a lot of fun yeah it was uh we this was one of the games that i talked about and since that podcast nick has beaten the game yep literally the day i wrote the script yep. so uh we both have it he's got it much more fresh in his mind than i do but i uh loved that game i have a big thing for history and history based games because that's kind of my forte and before we get started um my passion within history is folklore it always has been i like the stories of it and this game is very very folklore and mythology driven and it's the fucking shit yeah it's really good like going through the lore stones i was just yelling the entire time like oh shit i know this story (laughs) it was great but uh the game itself is made by it, it is described as an indie AAA title. Yeah. And I think that is a very accurate description as to what it is. It is a very good not super long but very good game. And I love it for that. So the reason I'm bringing that up is because yes, we are going to talk about the story of Hellblade, but we're also going to talk about some of the lore stones just so that we could a I could rant about mythology for a bit. And B, just so we could have more to talk about, because it really isn't that long of a game. No, it's really not. It's like, it's like seven hours, if that. Yeah, and it's not expensive either, although it visually looks it. Oh, yeah. It's like a $30 game, I think. Something like that. It's it's, not, it's not expensive. On, if it's not on sale, yeah. yeah I it's, it's 30 bucks. It's not an investment, but it is a recommendation. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, let's let's talk about my new favorite female on video games. Um... Hellblade set in the 8th century. Uh, the main character is Senua, a picked warrior who is trying to break into Helheim, the Nordic afterlife. So already there's a couple weird things I want to specify. The picked are a group of Celts. Yes. Celts are not the same as Vikings. They are completely different societies. So the, the Celts worshipped different gods. They had different ways of life. Um, Helheim is one of the Nordic afterlives. It is the Nordic afterlife that those that don't die in battle go to. If you die in battle, you go to uh, Valhalla, which is where you get to sit with Odin. Yeah. Because Odin has one of his many thrones in Valhalla. So she's trying to break in. Uh, she's trying to break into Helheim to save her dead lover Dillian from Hela, goddess of the underworld, and the main villain in the latest Thor movie. Yeah, <laughs> they look nothing alike. They they don't even play the same role. Hela in Thor in the Thor Ragnarok movie is one of Odin's children. In mythology, she's the Loki's. daughter of Loki. Yeah. She's the result of when Loki was a mare. That's a weird story. <laughs> Loki turned the the story itself doesn't matter, but the. The ending result is Loki has to turn himself into a woman horse to lure away a very manly horse, and he comes back nine months later with three children and refuses to say where they came from. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, so, Senua thinks that she is suffering from a curse when she hears uh, furies or voices uh, in her head commenting on all of her actions as well as one that actually uh, addresses you as the player of the game. And this is one of, I think, the best parts of Hellblade is the voices. Yeah. They, they really set it apart from something else. They hired actual psychiatrists to kind of show what it would be like to be schizophrenic. They, uh, they talk- Did you watch the, um, the thing 
They're going to have to be a bit more the commentary? Specific. No. I watched the commentary after I beat the game. Oh, did so you? they not only did they get like people with degrees, they also talked to like patients, like reformed patients. Um to get more Josh is more interested in this. I'm listening to you, you idiot. <laughs> um they talk he asked, they also talked to like patients about like their specific experiences and like to like throw it all together. And like even like like we hi- we highly recommend playing this game with headphones. I played this entire yeah. game with headphones. Play this on, game with headphones. And it was fantastic. And they even showed how they like recorded that. So they had like this weird mic in the middle that had like mimicked ears and they had just voice actors run around the mic around the room and just yet, like do all the voices so like it literally feels like because like you'll hear one voice in one ear and another voice in another ear and it's literally how they record it so it was really cool to to watch all that yeah no it's pretty incredible it's like nothing i've ever seen before in a video game which is why i think it's fucking awesome yeah, they put a lot of dedication into getting the the mental illness part right. So they right. would they would do something, then show it to the scientists or uh, the psychiatrists, or the or the patients, and they'd be like, "This isn't really like hundred percent accurate. You might want to tweak this." And then they keep going back and doing that whole process till they got it right. Yeah, and, and it, it shows. Yeah, it really does. Um. Senua is also fo- uh, followed by something called The Darkness, because we can't have a game without The Darkness. Yeah, fucking um, really. <laughs> which is an entity that is uh, at the very core of the curse. Which, again, is another gameplay element, a very important one, where you only have so many l- lives, basically. You can only die so many times before the darkness takes you over. I think that's bullshit. I don't know, man. So, How I many times it, did you fucking die? A lot. Really? But it never got past my elbow. And at only, one point, it went lower. I only died like three times. I died a couple because this game has some bullshit moments, uh, specifically the Surtur part and the part where you're crossing the bridge to Hella's Gate and you have to fight a fuck ton of people. That's fucking annoying because that bridge has no room. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it without dying, but mm-hmm. I, I can see what you're talking about. The Surtur part is where two of my three deaths came from. Yeah. So the furthest I got was my elbow, and then at one point it went back down oh, after, really? after a cutscene, and then cutscenes it goes all the way up at your arm during cutscenes, and then goes back down. I mean, it says it. You've seen it. No, I I've saw the message, but I think it's bullshit because it never went higher than my elbow. Maybe it's dying. like excessive dying, like if you're dying ten times on a boss. Maybe. Anyways, <laughs> um. So, Senua uh, also carries uh, Dillian's head, who Dillian is uh, his lover. Her lover. We, her lover. Um, as a vessel to, uh, to his soul, and is also guided by the memories of the stories told by her, by Druth, who is a former Norseman slave uh, who is well-versed in the legends uh, and is now dead. So he pops up. He does the lore stones yeah. stories. Uh, he'll pop up in this just in general cutscenes every once in a while, um, giving knowledge. Yeah, it's d- he's us. I like Druth. <laughs> Druth is pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty dope. Um, uh, Druth was her friend and mentor during her uh, year-long self-imposed exile. Yeah, I, uh, Druth, the shit. Uh, to enter Helheim, Senua must defeat the first, the fire giant Surtur and the spirit of illusion, Valrain. Uh, after the defeat of those two, she crosses the bridge to Helheim, where she's attacked by Hela. 
Senua gets defeated in a single blow that also shatters her sword and leaves her scarred. She follows visions of Druth in a man-shaped light she believes is Dillian to a great tree where she passes four challengers and is rewarded with the blade Gromer, which is strong enough to kill gods. Yeah. Um, a bunch of these words are not easy to pronounce. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> but yeah, there was that was the whole thing where you're like you're doing the trials for the sword, and like you, there's no combat because you don't have a sword, and then as soon as you get a sword, it's like all right, all the combat. Yeah, <laughs> we got to make up for lost time. Um, but meanwhile, Senua's backstory is unveiled through uh, various hallucinations. Her mother Galena suffered from the same curse she did. Um, but didn't believe it uh, dreadful. Uh, however, her religious father, Zinbel... Uh, Speaking of Hela, I need to grind Hela right now in Marvel <laughs> Future Fight. Oh my so I'm going to do that while we're recording this podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. The meta. <laughs> the meta-ness of it all. Uh, her father believed that this was an issue and had Galena burned alive for it. Yeah, because that's what you fucking do when you have a problem within your society. Yeah. In that right, Massachusetts. <laughs> um, Senua witnessed this whole thing, and her father convinced her that the whole condition was a curse, and this led to uh, him abusing her and isolating her from the rest of the world. Senua would eventually meet Dillian and fall in love um, with him, which gave her a reason to leave her father and her village. After leaving and coming back, she realized that a plague had killed many of the uh, the villagers where she used to live, and Senua believed that all of this was her fault. So she left the village in exile, only to return many years later to find everyone was killed by the Norsemen and Dillian was sacrificed to their gods. Yeah, so Senua ends up defeating the beast Garmer, which isn't the same as the fucking sword. Fights the influence of the darkness, which she... Because they're spelled almost exactly the same. I they had to really keep spell are. checking them. Like, uh, Grammar is G-R-A-M-R, and Garmer is G-A-R-M-R. Obviously, two two sides of the same coin, but fucking really, Nords. Get your shit together. Yeah. That fight was cool because you can... When he does that thing where he jumps back into the shadows, if you wearing headphones, you can listen to where he is, like... In like a circumference, yeah, manner I, to where you are, and you can turn and get ready to to dodge his attack. I'd say it was either him or um, fucking Valrain that were my favorite bosses. Yeah, I agree. Like Valrain, I thought was really really fun, and just I like the crow motif. Yeah, um, she fights the influence of the darkness, which she realizes uh, the darkness itself is a man- manifestation of her father's abuse and beliefs and frees herself from the Furies. She faces Hela and her legion in a hopeless fight and is killed. In her final moments, she remembers Dillian telling her the importance of accepting loss. As Helheim fades, Hela drops Dillian's head into the abyss, but as the camera returns to her, Senua is standing in her place with a dead Hela where Senua's body was. Having accepted that it was never possible to bring her lover back and that she isn't responsible for his death, Senua frees herself from the darkness and accepts the Furies as a part of who she is. She asks us to follow us as she has another story to tell. I love the ending of this game. Yeah, it's really It's good. really fucking cool, and I really hope they do more Hellblade stuff. Even, like, the the fight at the end where 
the he keeps switching between Surtur, uh, Valrain, and uh, and Garmer. And Garmer. I keep wanting to say Fenrir. Um, I I think they're the same. I think Garmer and the Fenrir's wolf are the same. Yeah, I, I think it's know. like I don't know. I like looked it up because like when I was reading over the notes, you you put that and I was like, I thought it was Fenrir because like the trophy for it says Fenrir. Right. I think Garmer and Fenrir are the same thing. I th- yeah, I think it depends on it's, what your welcome to mythology. Everyone's got several names. Yeah, I think it's like depending on what you're looking at type of yeah. thing. So I put Garmer because that's what I saw on like the official stuff for this. Yeah, but I think Garmer and the Fenrir's Wolf are the same thing. Fenrir, same thing. Fenrir again, multiple names. Um, yeah. So I I was calling calling it Fenrir the entire time I was playing it, and then for this case, I, I'm calling it Garmer. 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 Gammer. Gammer. I am Gammer. <laughs> that was really cool. And then, like, the whole... It's just a lot of cool mechanics. Like, the whole Garmer part where you have to, like, stay in the light or he gets you. Yeah, it's... The game plays very tight, too. Like, I, I, I myself have found it very responsive as I played it. Yeah. I don't, so. I don't think I had any issues responsive-wise. Yeah, so... I know you ran into, like, more problems than I did in the game, which is rare, because usually I'm the one who's worse at the game. Yeah. You're, like, you're generally good at the games you play, and I'm generally okay at the games I play. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you ran into, like, a lot of problems that I didn't run into in this. What can you do? Yeah, it's just how it is, but, um, yeah, now we're going to talk about lore stones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, throughout the game, you can find these totems called lore stones, which I was pissed I apparently didn't find all of them, and didn't get the plat. Me neither. <laughs> it was just like because like I was really trying to get it because it was like everything else you just get automatically except yeah. for that one. So I was really trying to look for all the lore stones, but apparently I missed one. Uh, I wasn't. God, I'm so glad this turned out the way it did because I wanted you to read this paragraph. Good. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I get to I get to say the name of the realms. <clears throat> um. This will be fun. <laughs> so yeah, there's lore stones throughout the entire game, and these are all of... Uh, so if you go up to them and you focus on them, which is a game mechanic, um, it'll initiate uh, Druth telling you uh, like his beliefs and some lore about the Norsemen, the Norsemen and the gods and everything. So uh, it begins talking about the Nine Worlds, which is Midgard, the Realm of Men, Vanaheim, the realm of the uh, of the harvest and earth gods, Alfheim, the realm of the good elves. I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt this first before you tell me that yeah. I'm wrong. Svartalfheim. That's almost cor- absolutely correct. Damn. Svartalfheim. All right. Svart Svartalfheim. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was pretty solid. You, you like got that better your first time than I did. <laughs> I had to look it up to pronounce it. <laughs> Um, so that's the realm of the evil ones. Uh, the, the evil elves. Uh, and if you look at actual Norse mythology, weirdly enough, it's called the realm of the dwarves. Um, because the, in Norse mythology, elves and dwarves aren't like the real tall, pretty ones. They're not like Gimli and, uh, Legolas. Yeah. They're like the dark elves and the light elves, but the dark elves are just called dwarves. <laughs> it's like a weird thing. Oh, just fuck it. Uh, <clears throat> Jotunheim, which is the realm of the ice gel- giants. Muspelheim, which is the realm of the fire giants. And 
uh, Niflheim, the realm of the ice and darkness, and Helheim, which is the realm of the dead. That's pretty fucking good. Now, I'm going to read all of the Odin stuff because he's my favorite and I'm reading all of it. Um, I, I, I rarely call dibs, but I'm calling dibs on Odin. I, <laughs> Like I said at the top, I love mythology and folklore. And out of any other character in all of mythology and folklore, Odin is my favorite. I have such a thing for Odin. Like the Norse Odin, not the Marvel Comics Odin. Although I'm trying to unlock him in this game, Marvel Future Fight. He's fucking hard. Anyway, the Lorestones go on to talk about the creation of the world and how before everything, there was only cold and darkness and the creations that dwelled in it. Ymir was a frost giant that dwelled in this realm as well as his brother, Buri, who was the grandfather of Odin. Buri gave birth to Bor. Bor gave birth to Odin with lovers. According to mythology, Odin and his brothers killed Ymir to make the Earth. And if you want to get more specific, they break up the parts that of the Earth that were made out of what parts of Ymir. Yeah, my favorite being that. is the sky is made of the inside of Ymir's skull, and the clouds are his brains. Like, that's the most Viking thing I can think of. <laughs> they yeah. have to specify brains. Yes, all the brains. Uh... They go on to tell my favorite stories of Odin, which show the emphasis of sacrificing to receive. That's a big motif in all of Norse mythology. You will receive if you sacrifice. So that is what Hela essentially did with, or what the god, what the Norsemen did with Dillian, which is why it's important to bring that up, because it is very important to the Norse. Um, Odin gained the knowledge of runes, uh, which are magic and the writing system both of them uh only after he hanged himself off yagrasil the world tree after stabbing himself with a spear as a sacrifice of himself to himself because <laughs> he's just badass like that <laughs> just like metal music i love it i love the i love the idea of a sacrifice of myself to myself yeah uh, he hanged off the world tree for 10 days before he saw the runes, and when he saw the runes, he fell down off the world tree. Um, it's absolutely my favorite story. I've considered getting a full back tattoo of Yagdrasil, the world tree, with the mythologically important creatures, uh, having uh, the falcon at the top and the serpent at the bottom, because there's a serpent that feeds on the roots, and a falcon that watches over the entire world tree. Uh, there's a squirrel that's the messenger of the gods, who travels the entire world tree. So, like, everyone gets their messages from a squirrel. Uh, Ratatasker, if I remember correctly, is its name. And uh, so it'd have those three animals on it, and it would also be during the moments when Odin was hanged off the world tree. So it'd be a full back of Yagdrasil with all that stuff on it. Jesus. I've considered getting that. <laughs> That's fucking intense. It would be <clears throat> a lot of sessions. Oh, yeah, Because it's a full back tattoo. Yeah, yeah. But... It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I, I still kind of want it. <laughs> um, with, like, the branches going all the way up to my shoulders and the roots going all the way down my back. Fucking cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Odin was always searching for wisdom and sought out Mimir, who guarded the waters that flowed from the roots of the world tree. So the world tree is a tree and uh, the water that fed through the roots. So not the water that was poured on it, but the ones that came out of it. Odin drank from these waters, but as a price, he had to sacrifice his eye. He traded one way of seeing for another. He literally sacrifices his eye by pulling it out and placing it in the well. 
so he always has a part of him in the well of knowledge. Uh, Odin is by far my favorite god. He also, who, real quick, this isn't stuff in the game. This is me ranting. <laughs> Odin was uh, one of the least prayed to gods in Norse mythology when you look at it historically. Uh, he was viewed at as this weird kind of feminine god, not because he was less of a man, but he chose to practice magic, yeah. which was viewed at as the feminine way of dealing with things. So <laughs> must hit thing with axe. Right. <laughs> Thor is the masculine god. Yeah. Odin is considered the feminine god, which is weird because he's not portrayed as some sort of woman. He's an older man with a big beard and everything. Like that's how he was described. Yeah. He, he also had a spear. He was a warrior. Don't get me wrong. But he, his preferred method of dealing with a problem was magic, which was like viewed at as weak. Um, he also, like, when the gods would appear on Earth, they'd appear in, like, full battle armor and stuff because they're the Nordic gods. Odin would always appear basically looking like Gandalf. Gray cloak, gray hat. Uh, Odin's known as the god of many names. One of them is Gray cloak. <laughs> uh, he's the, I mean, Odin has more names than almost any other god I've looked into. Yeah. My favorite being the Hanged God. <laughs> Which, like, again, like, yeah. that's the name of my power metal band. <laughs> like, <laughs> the hanged there's God. no way. <laughs> um, uh, Odin had two ravens, thought and memory, uh, who you would send into the world that would whisper what they saw. Uh, one of the many names of these ravens is the Raven God or the Raven Gods. Odin was also called that, but you don't fight Odin in this because uh, the name of the a god of illusion isn't the same as Odin. Yeah, he just it, takes on. But yeah, Odin is the shit. Yeah, like, he really is. I I love this Odin Odin mythology. He also, real quick, he tricked the giant who had the uh, meat of poetry into because weirdly enough, as much of a warrior culture as the Nords were, loved poetry because you need to think of poetry like song. And they would just sing these songs drunkenly after beating the shit out of each other yeah. all the time. So they loved poetry. So Odin drank the meat of poetry and held it in his belly as he flew back to Asgard and was getting chased. And someone like almost caught him. Then he pissed out some of the meat of poetry and it hit him in the face and they fell. So that when the Nords were making fun of bad songs, they said it'd be the, the mead that Odin pissed out. <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucking good. Because Odin was in the shape of a hawk at that time, too. I don't think I added that part no. in. He was in the shape of a hawk, but just imagine a flying Odin just pissing. Yeah. Just on like a... Just fly, he's flying on a bird, but he just pisses off. <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> the, it's so great. Let me tell you, I, I love the character of Odin. He's fucking incredible. But okay, now dive into Surtur for me. Or Surt. Suit. So before the world was created, uh, there was uh, Muspel. Uh, from its fires, the stars were created, and from its heat, ice in Niflheim was melted into Ymir. The defender of this world is Surt, the first of the fire giants. At the end of the world, he will leave his place at the border of Muspel with his flaming sword in hand and travel to Asgard and Midgard, burning everything in his path. Yeah, he... Out of everything that happens in Ragnarok, Surtur is the god who is responsible for raising Asgard and Midgard. He just burns it all. 
Yes. He was in the movie, too. He was in Ragnarok, and he is literally... He is the only god that actually fulfills their role in Ragnarok, weirdly enough. Yeah. Like, they... It, out of all, like, the... It, it's mytho- mythologically accurate, where Surtur's the one who's responsible for destroying Asgard. Spoilers! Get the fuck over it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, the, the Midgard Serpent doesn't show up. That would have been dope. That would have been so cool. Because Thor, in mythology, Thor fights the... Oh, the, the Midgard certain Serpent eats Odin. That's Odin's death. Yeah. Is at the hands of the Midgard Serpent. He's already dead in this movie. <laughs> and he... Then, in revenge, Thor fights the Midgard Serpent. And, uh... Actually, I think I have that the other way around. I think Odin dies to Fenrir, Thor kills Fenrir, then the Midgard Serpent fights Thor, and then... I think Thor loses to the Serpent. Thor kills the Serpent, walks three steps, and then dies from the Venom. That's what it was, yeah. So Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yeah, but he, Surtur, is the only one who does what they do in the mythology. He also sits at the the border between Niflheim and all the other wo- and his world. He sits at the border and just waits. He's just like this big fire giant. Yeah. Who's always portrayed portrayed as like a uh you're in Lord of the Rings they have the uh what are they called? You know what I'm talking about? Balrog. Yeah, the Balrog. Yeah. Surtur mm. basically looks like the Balrog. Yeah. Except Balrogs and Lord of the Rings are the same species as Gandalf, which are considered angels. Whatever. We can get into the Lord of the Rings lore if you want. <laughs> yeah. I have it all memorized because I have a fucking problem. I have it like half memorized. I don't know. <laughs> it's not worth your time. Yeah. Just worry about the Witcher. A lot easier. <laughs> There's a golden bridge leading to hell that would be guard or Helheim that would be guarded by a giantess. She will ask your name, business, and lineage and when you encounter her uh, and then potentially let you enter. Hela possesses large dwellings in Helheim. Her dish is called hunger. Her knife is famine. On her threshold, all will stumble. Her bed is called sickbed, and her hangings are called flames of a funeral pyre. She's easy to recognize as she is half alive and half dead. Yeah, yeah. Unlike the movie. Again, this is less of a power metal song and more of like a gothic metal song. Yeah. My dish is called hunger. It's the emo band. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it is Loki's kid. Her knife is famine. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Her hangings are called flames of a funeral pyre. But, yeah, there there is one other thing that we could have talked about, but I didn't because it was, I literally wrote it out. I wrote out everything that was to do with uh, Garmir uh, or Grammar. And it was... <laughs> Which one? The dog or the sword? The sword. Yeah. And it... it it is was as long as everything I'd written. I went. That might be a much. It's you have to like set up ca- like certain characters. Yeah. So yeah, that story was pretty long. It was the like, it was half the game. Yeah, you <laughs> literally yeah, half the game was half the lore stones were talking about that sword, which I get is important because she that used was it to she, kill Hella. She, she literally went through the trials to get that sword. Like there was the whole thing of like. In the story, like, the sword broke into four pieces, and then, like, you have to go through four yeah. trials to get the four pieces, and yada, yada, yada. It was literally half the game, and I would love to tell you that story, but then you'd have no reason to play the fucking game. I like the story of uh, that woman who wished her kid was basically immortal. I, mean, I forget, like, the specifics. She, like... Was it told in 
Is that a one? Yeah. Huh. She wished that, like, her kid was, like, basically, like, immune to everything. And so, like, there was, <clears throat> there was, like, this point where, like, the gods were, like, throwing stuff at her or at the kid to, like, kill it because it couldn't die. And then, like. Oh, my God. I know. Loki gave one of the gods, like, a specific okay, thing. Okay. That is uh, Thor's brother. That's ba- uh, Balder? Right. Yeah, I believe that the the god is Balder. Pharaoh uh, wished that he'd be immortal and basically was immortal. And like they, they she, what had happened was, uh, she'd gone to everything in existence, and said, "Hey, like, can you not kill my son?" Basically, bargained with everything in existence, and they all went. Of course, we would never kill Balder. We love him. He's the best. Yeah. The one thing he didn't go to was like a. Olive branch? Yeah. Uh, something weird like that. Some weird So plant. Loki gave it to Baldur's brother who wasn't Thor but was blind. He was yeah, the blind yeah. god. Yeah. Because he was like, what's going on? And Loki was like trying to explain it to him and gave him this. He's like, throw it. Well, it'll be fine. So he threw it and killed his brother. Yeah. And then everybody killed him. And then, yeah, he was executed. And then that's what caused uh, Loki. Everyone hunted after Loki after that, too. Um, because they found out that they executed him and it was all Loki's fault. Yeah. So they that is what caused Loki to be imprisoned underground in a cave with a venomous snake over his face. And Loki's wife would hold a bowl over his face to catch the venom as it gripped. But when the bowl overfilled, she had to move to empty it. And uh the poison would drip onto Loki's face and that's what would cause earthquakes. Is when the bowl yeah, when the bowl moved. It uh, also is what caused uh, what's his name, uh, Loki, to lead Ragnarok. Uh, I can't believe I remembered that off the top of my head. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, not, I I know I'm good with my mythology and stuff, but like, damn, I can't believe I got that off the top of my head. If you want to read a really good book on mythology, specifically Norse mythology. It's dense as hell. Like the actual Norse mythology is very dense because it's written in poet in poetry. And that just drives me fucking insane. So someone who is a kind soul that I love with all my heart, Neil Gaiman, who is also the author of American Gods, which is one of my favorite books of all time. He wrote a book called Norse Mythology, where he took the stories that were in poetry and modern and didn't modernize them. He made it so that we could understand them in the modern day. Yeah. So it's not like Thor wearing a baseball cap, it's like, here are the stories told in a way that you can understand them. And it's incredible. If you pick up the Audible version, it is read by Neil Gaiman. And hey, it it's there's just nothing like it. So uh if you pick up the audiobook, if you pick up the actual book, it's still incredible. I, I highly recommend if you have any interest in Norse mythology, read the book Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. It's pretty fucking great. Yeah, yeah, do it. But um, yeah, that's about all we have for Hellblade, and yeah. our by extension, our little bit of Nordic history. Yeah. Um, it basically, I was just using this podcast as an excuse to rant about Odin, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but it still was a great game, and I'm glad we played it. Oh and yeah, Senua is has quickly become one of my favorite characters in video games, and I really hope they do more with her in the future. Yeah. Yeah, this was a really good game. I'm interested to see what this 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 team makes in the future. Whether, whether it's a new another Hellblade or, or something else. Yeah. Since 
they can do good stuff. Yeah, they can make very good content and content that I haven't shut up about since it came out. I remember blowing up Nick's phone about this game. Like, it's so fucking good. Yeah. But, uh, and I remember, if I remember correctly, I found out about the game on Reddit. <laughs> like, I just saw, like, a post on Reddit, and I was like, I've never heard of this. I mean, I hadn't heard of and it. And it was, like, like, coming out the next week, and I was like, dope! I hadn't heard of it until you mentioned it, and then it was at the Video Game Awards a bunch. So I was it like, won, like, a bunch of stuff. Like, the voice actors for Senua won stuff. Yeah. That was the other thing that was in the, the, uh, the commentary was, like, we mentioned before. In the last episode. Yeah, that she was... The voice actor for Senua was just somebody who worked there. And she was just, like, a placeholder. And and then they were like, guess what? You're Senua. Like, this is, like, you're doing a good job as the placeholder. So they just kept her. And it works. Yeah, she does a very good job. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got for that. Um, Like, we like to end every episode. Nick, what have you been playing, brother? I finished the Zelda DLC, the second. Oh, what'd you think? Dude, that fucking final boss, though. Hold on. Oh, my God. This DLC just came out. Yes. We we don't always do spoiler warnings. We are going to be talking about the Zelda DLC now and other games we've been playing. If you don't want to hear about that, you've heard the meat of the podcast. This is just Nick and I being friends now. Yeah. Uh, If you want to keep going, just so you know, we are going to be talking about the end of the final DLC for Breath of the Wild. So, be forewarned. Yes. So, here we go. That fucking final boss, though. But, like, even, like, <laughs> not just the boss itself, just, like, leading up to it. So, like, just, like, the monk going, like, you know, good job, you you passed the shrine, yada, yeah. yada, yada. And the name of God is Hylia. I have one more challenge for you. And he stands up. And then the fingers move. And yeah, I was he, like. He, the fingers start twitching. And then like, he stands what? up. And then he stands up. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, I have seen so many of these things. These monks. Throughout the entire game. Because I've done every shrine. Yeah, me too. And I was just yelling. I was like, holy shit. That's awesome. Oh, just like it finally moving. And like the line. I have one more challenge for you. Or whatever it specifically it was. And I, and I was just like, oh my god, just like goosebumps. I told you you'd love it. I, I loved it. I knew you would. Because oh I god. did. I knew you would. It was even a good fight, too. Like, I got, yeah, it was fun. I got like, juggled a bit. Yeah. I got I got my ass handed to me a couple times. I ended up beating uh, beating him with the, uh, what is it? The uh, Fierce Deity Blade. Oh, that's I just I, used the Master Sword. My but... Master Sword broke at the very beginning of that fight. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, Shit. So I, I used the Fierce Deity Blade. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. As Fierce Deity like. Oh, yeah, I used the costume, but I used the Master Sword. But, yeah, that was that was great. Yeah. Even, like, the rest of the DLC was great. Like, just all the cut. I like the cut scenes. They the, that fi- the final cut scene with all of them. Yeah, it was hot woman. It, it made my heart happy. Yeah. It was just really great. I, I It was a good DLC, I have to say. There was a lot of fun content in it. Uh, is that all you did? Just played Zelda? Uh, I've been playing a lot more Overwatch. Uh, I should get back into that now that I have a TV I can see it on. But, uh, yeah. Other than, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Moira, because Moira's fun. Yeah, dude, you've been sending me snaps, dude. You're pushing shit in. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. You are I... fucking shit up as Moira. Yeah, Moira's really fun. I'm really liking her. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I really haven't had any fucking time. Between work and this, but I've been playing some Skyrim. I'm doing another playthrough of Skyrim on my Switch. I play a little bit before I go to bed. Uh, I've 
started up a... I've never done a full mage playthrough, so I'm using as much magic as I can without using weapons. And uh, that's fucking weird, but, like, I'm getting to the point where I'm powerful, and I'm like, ooh, this is kind of cool. It was really, really hard at the beginning. I feel like that's, like, every mage playthrough. Like, yeah. even in, like, Bloodborne, like, it's really, really hard at the beginning, but then, like, once you get, like, high enough into it, you, like can do some awesome shit and fuck shit up. Yeah, like right now, I, I just beat the Dragonborn DLC, uh, which is, is pretty cool, but I'm going back and getting certain spells, and one of the spells I just picked up was uh, Summon Seeker on the Dragonborn's DLC. There's an enemy called a Seeker, which are like cool tentacle monsters, and I can just summon one to fight for me now. I was just like, holy shit, I'm gonna be a skeletal. I, I'm gonna summon a Technical thing. And now right now I'm like, ah, fuck it. Now I'm going to do Dawn Guard so I can get all the uh, Bone Man summoning stuff. So I can summon the Bone Men who are <laughs> the like Boonman. these purple skeletons that fight for you from another dimension. That's great. Yeah. So and they're like no mana to summon. So you can just summon a bunch of them to help. Like one dies. Boom. Here's another one. Uh, and then Future Fight, obviously, I've been playing a shitload of, and it's driving Nick crazy. Yeah. I uh, love it. I got my kid Kaiju up to six-star mastery, but now I'm leveling him up. Uh, I got my Yellow Jacket up to six-star mastery, now I'm leveling him up. And I tier 2 my Sharon Rogers. Nice. If any of that means anything to you, add me in Future Fight. <laughs> the great sweaty P. If you understand anything that just came out of his <laughs> mouth. But, uh... Yeah, and I'm watching my Hulk run into a wall. Nice. I, I've had it playing this entire time on uh, autoplay, and my best character right now is my tier two gladiator Hulk. But I bought a all right, so I bought a skin. I you I said I had enough crystals saved up to buy a skin, so I bought a skin. And I was like, you know what? I already have a Hulk uniform. Let me buy another one because it'd be cool to have all of them. I got a I got a couple uniforms in the game already. So I was like, so I bought the Maestro. Which is like the evil version of the Hulk where it has the intelligence of Bruce Banner. Yeah. And like, I love the concept of the Maestro. It was just like the Hulk with a big gray beard and stuff. Fucking awful. I keep dying with the Maestro skin. <laughs> it's sucks. not nearly as good. He doesn't, what it is, is the Maestro gains back a lot of health, but very infrequently. Uh, Gladiator Hulk constantly is regening health. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's fucking so much better. Yeah, he just tanks. But well, yeah, he tanks so much better than the Maestro, but I think the Maestro puts out more power. But like, if I'm using my Hulk as my tank, yeah. I think I should keep the Gladiator skin on. Yeah, it makes more sense. But I have Maestro Hulk just to have it. I also have uh, Superior Spider-Man Dr. Octopus, which completely changes the character. There was a sale a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was on sale. It was. But, yeah, I'm pretty hyped about it. Uh, but, yeah, that's literally all I've been playing. I have Nier sitting right there, and with this new TV, I can't wait to play it on it. But Yeah, that's going to look good because I played it on a really big TV, too. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that, but I just haven't had the fucking time. And that isn't going to change today. <laughs> <laughs> nope. At least I have a long weekend to work on this all. That's true. It really is a fucking mess down here right now. On the bright side, I'm going to get those glass cabinets up today. Yeah, shit's going to look fancy. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you what they look like after uh, we're done. My brother has them set up in the bedroom already, so. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. That's that all it. I've been playing. Good night. 
Check us out on social media. We are on both Instagram and Twitter at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales. This is our first episode of the New Year. So show us how your New Year's party went. Hell yeah. Happy New Year's. Yeah. Happy. Welcome to 2018. Let's hope it's a little bit better than 2017. Actually, in the world of video games, a lot of good games came out in 2017. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we had a lot of really annoying controversies, but a, a lot of good games. Yeah. So it could be worse, I suppose. I mean, Donald Trump's president, WWE Hall of Famer, Donald Trump is president. So, I mean, it, it definitely is a little bit worse than I'm talking about. But, um, yeah. So, well, let's hope we have a good 2018, huh? Yeah. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? I, I usually don't do those. I, I don't either, but I actually have one. I, I'd, like, I'd like to have a... A job in my field by the end of 2017 or 2018. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's my goal. I'm gonna e- do everything in my power to do it. Nick, why don't you work at an engineer for a museum as the electrical engineer for the grid for the museum, and I will work as a curator. We could both. No, let's both work at a brewery. You could do the electrics to work at the brewery, and I'll drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll drink. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, kids. We'll see you next time. See you later. Love you. Bye.